Thank you for joining me for another quick hits conversation. Today, I would like to talk about plateau purgatory, how to keep moving forward when you feel like you're not making any progress. And Eddie, I would love for you to kick us off. Okay. So my big question is, what's wrong with plateau? Many of the, the salt of the earth people I've worked with, the people who are most self-aware, most centered, happiest in their jobs are plateaued. And it's just fine for them. Hmm. Interesting. As an athlete, I look at a plateau as somewhere that I have to keep going to maintain it. Because if I stop, I'm going to fall off of it the other way. So a plateau for me is I may as well keep pre pressing because otherwise I'm not going to keep the ground that I gained. And eventually I will keep moving forward. And I was leaning to where Eddie was speaking, and that was a plateau might be a really good thing for an awful lot of people. They've achieved and they are where they're comfortable being. But when you add purgatory to it, I'm thinking, okay, so we're going to look at those people who do not want to be where they are. Mm. And still, I think a plateau can be really healthy because it gives them an opportunity to step back, maybe use a peer's advice or figure out exactly what they have to change. What do they need to look at differently? What do they need to view differently? Do they have to step all the way back and look at why they landed where they are? And if that's decisions that they made that perhaps they need to now adjust. And if they do all of that and they figure out that their why is still being satisfied, then it might be right back to Eddie and Plateau is not a terrible place to be. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I see plateaus as being the greatest risk in a competitive situation. So if you're an athlete, for example, or if you're in technology or a fast moving business where your competitors are continuing to evolve and you're staying put, then that's an issue. But if competition is not an issue, then you can sort of step back and say, what other aspects of my life need to be addressed now? And that can be a comfortable space. So it sort of depends on bigger context, I think. So it depends on how you view a plateau as to whether it's purgatory or a place to take a breath. Right. right. Interesting. So how do you, how do you take advantage? Let's talk about that. How do you take advantage of a plateau? I've never liked them. I've experienced them. I've experienced them. I mean, I've certainly experienced them. And, but for me, the, the, the interesting question is when I've been in a plateau, I haven't realized it. And it's taking something, taking something to make me realize that I've just got into, the, it, into that sort of steady level. Nothing's changing. Usually I'm working far too hard mm. and I haven't got time. I'm just so busy on the, on the day job. I'm not making time to think about where I'm going, what's next, that sort of thing. So... So how do you notice? How do you notice? How do, how do you notice? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to volunteer an answer on that one. And, yeah. and I'm going to say, do you feel like you're in a groove or a rut? Right? Ooh. Are you good? That's a good are one. you bored? Right? Mm -hmm. And I think that if we're going to go back to it being purgatory and you're in a rut, I still think the very first thing you have to do is just breathe and step back. Because if you got into that rut, for whatever reason you got there, you need to step back and look at the big picture. So I think it's a plateau is still an opportunity. It's not necessarily an obstacle. Hmm. Yeah, you know, in some ways, success can look dull. 
if you know what you're doing, people are happy. You just keep doing it every day. Success can be boring. So is and, the top of the mountain a plateau? Often. Well, you can take a break at the top of the mountain, but you're also afraid to move, and that's the problem. Hmm. You know, you're afraid to go somewhere else. And, and I think that's one of the risks of hitting that peak. So I want to go back to the groove rut thing. And I feel like a groove feels like you're in the flow. Everything's working. Everything's jiving. It's really great. And a rut feels like, oh, good grief. Here we go again. Right. Is that true? Is that an apt description of it, do you mean? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I so think so. In that doldrum ugh, then that's a rut that's plateau purg purgatory but if you're in the groove then that's maybe the top of the mountain and everything's jiving like it should that's walking along the ridge at the top isn't it in right. the groove is the same as being at the top of the ridge mm -hmm. yeah that's a good description um and i guess as an athlete it's hard to admit okay i've reached kind of where i can be because there's always somebody better there's always the next thing but I wonder if in business, if it's easier to say, this is a groove, this is cool, I'm happy here. I think that's what people want. I mean, they want to be in that flow state, flow state where you're always slightly challenged just to kind of mix things up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But you're never really pushed against the wall. Um, I, I think in some ways, a plateau can be aspirational mm -hmm. for some people. Mm-hmm. So you're in, if you're in a rut, let's talk about the rut side. You realize you're in a rut. You're in the eh, plateau, the purgatory. You're, it's not working. You've noticed. You've taken that step back. You've noticed. Then what? Then you have to decide to make movement. And by stepping back, you're evaluating what that next movement is. What, what next risk do you take? What next change do you make? And that, that quiet time is that time to evaluate that. Mm -hmm. And depending on exactly who you are and exactly what how risk adverse or where you want to go makes the difference on what decision you make next. I, I th I'm, a, I'm with Kirsten. If you're in a, if, if you realize you're in a rut, if you realize you're plateaued and you're going nowhere, you're on a hamster wheel or whatever it is, then you've got to step back and, and think about the, well, how the hell did I get here? <laughs> Why am I here? And there could be lots of reasons about that. But you, once you've got that little bit of analysis, then you can decide, what am I going to change to move to a different, a different state? Mm. And lots that of might times, be... I'm sorry. Lots of times people's desire changes. I mean, somebody is aiming, aiming, aiming to grow a business to a certain place. And it doesn't resemble what they thought it would when they got there. So they feel like that, you know, it's not what they wanted. They're in a rut. They're doing exactly what they aimed for. Mm. They have to step back and figure, where am I going to change my aim? What is new? What is going to be different? Because I've achieved it and it's not satisfying me the way I hoped it might. It's not the top of the ridge I thought it was. No, or, no. or maybe it is, but I've outgrown that goal. Maybe mm -hmm. my goal was created by somebody who had a very different value system than I do five years later when I achieved it. Yeah, you know, in some ways it really starts with the need to do some visioning to yeah. figure out what your preferred future is. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then you use that as the starting point to figure out what else you need to do to get to that destination.
And, and it's a good coaching moment. I mean, this is really the moment that calls for, I think, some outside guidance and coaching to figure out what you really want. Mm, yeah. I do think that there's a risk when, you, when you're at that point of making too many changes too fast because you're just like, it's never working. Everything changes. You just break everything. Right. You know, you just I've start seen people that working thing. out do that, where they change their workout so radically that they just make a complete disaster. I've seen that. Yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, we've seen that. We've seen also seen people who go, I'm in a rut in this job, and they get up and they move job. Mm. And suddenly they've taken them and their behaviors and their attitudes, they've taken it somewhere else. And six months later, they're in in a rut. So there's a little bit of. All the time. Yeah. People. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sort of incites drama. You know, when, when people are always changing things all the time, it suggests that maybe they're unhappy, maybe with something else. But that's sort of how they fix things. Some of the times it works and some of the times it doesn't. Which brings us back to stepping back, taking a breath, getting some perhaps outside help. And it doesn't have, it could be depending on who it is or what the the plateau is that help could come from any number of sources and and thinking through everything before you break everything and start all over again Mm -hmm. or to your other alternative is people who at all stages of development try to do 600 things at once and then they have no idea which one of them was working and which one of them wasn't so you have to pace yourself through a change at all levels and a plateau is just a time to think about the changes you're going to make next Well, with that great wrap up, I'm going to cut us off because we're at 10 minutes. So thank you so much for your time and having this conversation with me. I really enjoyed it. And I look forward to doing it again real soon.